Welcome to Amsterdam. This is uh, Samuel Goodwin. I'm here with uh, Robert Atkins and John Fox. Uh, so we've got a, a, a room full of people today. Um, so we'll just go down the list. First thing, people uh, went to Nevin's mapping class this week, and uh, I heard a lot of good things. Everybody I talked to, they said, oh, it was great. I learned all these things. Um, so I heard a lot of good stuff about that, yeah. too, yesterday at, uh, at Meeting and Drinking at Bax, yeah. Yeah, these guru sessions, they do good things. It's like 25 euros for a day of training. It's, uh, you're not going to find a better deal anywhere. And, and if you want to do a guru session, it can also be very good for you uh, because uh, Agile Ben um, did a guru session on uh, a scrum game. And he actually had somebody in his class come up to him afterwards uh, who was interested in him doing that same training for, for their business. For real money, for right? Real, for real money, yeah. So he, for he corporate got a day's money? Worth of, for corporate money. He got a day's worth of uh, consulting gig. Nice. That. So um, let it be known. If, uh, if you want to uh, you know, spread your name out there and uh, use Amsterdam as a platform, basically to, to, get some, uh, to get some work, it's a really good thing. And you get to help the community out as well. So it's a, it's a win-win thing. Yeah, and it's, it's filthy lucre with a, with a conscience. It's a, it's a pretty easy system, too, right? You just talk to uh, Matt Fiegel, and you say, hey, I would like to do a class about this. Um, Amsterdam takes care of finding a place to do that. They take care of making sure that people know about it. They take care of everything, and you just have to show up and, at the right time and, and give your class. Um, I, I did a class uh, two weeks ago, and it, it went pretty well. Um, it was a little rocky start, but uh, everybody was happy with it at the end of it, I think. Yeah, no, I uh, heard good things, again, from, um, from somebody else uh, at PAX last night who went, and they got a, they got a good introduction to what they wanted to, to hear about. Mm. Yeah, if we're actually going to be running our class again probably next month. Cool. Because uh, there, there was a lot of demand for it. Yeah, yeah, awesome. So keep your eye out for that. Um, speaking of the guru sessions, uh, this is a bit of a roundabout segue, but um, what is a pirate's favorite statistical analysis package? Um, MATLAB. Uh, no. Uh, so yesterday, Vincent did the weekly lunchtime lecture on R and uh, <laughs> big data. Um, and so I was at that, John. You were at that as well? I was. I, I found it very interesting, actually. It's the second one I've ever been to. And I, um, it's, this is something that's very interesting to me because I do like working with, with a lot of data in, in place and time. And I was not aware of any of these tools. And the, the biggest takeaway I got out of it is that the tools are so easy to use and there's there are various different big data sets that you can play with. You can then go through the process of becoming a data mining expert, which is more about what you 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 choose to 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 emphasize, what you look at. It, so it's more art than science. That the science has become almost trivially easy. That was a great thing. Uh, yeah, I, I got that impression as well. The tools are just really really easy to use, and of course all open source and, and um, there's there's pre built packages for just about anything you want to do. So it's as easy as not just to get in there and start fiddling around. So Samuel, have you ever noticed that uh, the buildings are sinking in Amsterdam? Very slowly, yes. I've heard stories that uh, certain buildings um, that just dropped, uh, like a, a floor worth of building just straight into the ground. And I noticed that during the lunchtime lecture, they were actually digging or they were rather putting some <laughs> dirt back in right in front of me. I had some good footage of it. But I found it fascinating. They had this really great kind of shovel which had this particularly fine articulation that it was just in a very compact space, was able to pull dirt and whatnot out from a little kind of dumpster and put it back where it needed to be. But speaking of big data and predictions, have you ever noticed that there are these measuring devices attached to the sides of some buildings? 
Oh, yeah, They're yeah. They're not cell phone towers, as I originally thought. Oh, I thought they were Big Brother. I thought they were, like, uh, police watching us. But maybe that's just paranoia, because I've come from Singapore. I don't know. It probably is that, and more. But one thing, I think it, it was explained to me that they are laser sighting, because they want to know, since buildings are shifting, they want to know uh, to be able to measure it. So I'm sure that this data must be available. And now that we have this great knowledge of, of using R, we should be able to predict how soon before Sam's house just collapses and so that we can warn him in advance. But we need to make sure that Sam has a good data plan so he'll actually receive the message in time. Yeah, my internet's terrible, so I don't get many messages. So, uh, yes, these are uh, just numbers of the things that you can work out mm. mining your... And we previously data. in the city had uh, open data events where the government would sponsor like a these weekend hackathon. All the time, yeah, yeah to, um, to try to encourage people to do something with all and of this data the they've made available. The, the local authorities here are really keen for people to grab their data and go and do interesting things with it. Mm. So I'm sensing that there is a theme here that Amsterdam is the perfect data playground, the perfect developer playground where you can uh, improve your craft by, by the only way that you can improve your craft, which is actually practicing it, but also getting feedback. Now, one of the things that may not be known about the lunchtime lectures is that there, there is a purpose for it so that uh, it provides a training ground for people. So they, they, they prepare a lecture, they they get some training in, in advance to be able to do it, but then after they give their lecture, there is a thumbs-up, thumbs-down iPad app that I've seen. Now, you know something about that, don't you? Uh, I, my, I use my training that I got at the GoTo conference of doing a very similar thing, and uh, yeah, um, the uh, attendees get to rate the speaker and the talk, uh, and that's valuable feedback for the speaker. It was quite positive yesterday, I noticed. And so is that data then given to the speaker? Uh, I assume so, yes. Hmm. And does the, the software, did, did you write that software or not? Uh, I did not, but I think somebody here did, maybe Matteo, I'm not sure. Yeah, I think uh, Matteo may have written it, I'm not entirely sure. So for those of you playing home, uh, playing along at home and who haven't seen it, there literally is just a divided screen with a thumbs up and a thumbs down with a green and red background color. But what I would be curious to know is that does it record the velocity with which the touch was made? <laughs> so not just sucky or great, but how sucky. I and really how like it. It does make a cool clicky noise when you uh, when you make your vote too, if I remember correctly. So John, you are signed up to do next week's lunchtime lecture. I am indeed. I am putting my head on a chopping block to talk about alternate paths to living the indie dream. So uh, so what exactly uh, does that mean? What does that mean? Well. If I ask you, what does living the dream mean? I guess the first question you'd have to answer is, well, what dream are you talking about? Um, I think in the last few years, there's, there's been, there has been the rise of the, the indie developer. It was first made possible with the resurgence of, of Macintosh and was then amplified with the existence of the, the iOS uh, app store, um, where it really is possible for an individual or small group of people to make a, quite a nice living for themselves. Um, so then, then the, the, the phrase living the dream was born, this ability for you to be able to work for yourself or work with your, your friends and colleagues and therefore avoid working for the man. So there are lots of, of aspects to that which we'll certainly talk about, uh, well, I'll certainly talk about during my presentation, but uh, in the same way that there are multiple interpretations of the dream, there are therefore multiple paths to get there. I'm going to talk about the paths I took and, and you know, lessons that I've learned and, and which I believe can be applied to anybody's work or life or career, and that's what I'm going to be talking about. Yeah, that sounds like it'll be cool. I'm very much looking forward to that because it's kind of the path that I'm on as well, yeah. starting out there. So, yeah, I'm so interested in the insights that you've got. And just in case uh, you're wondering and you haven't seen the website yet, uh, that's at Glimworm down here, uh, kind of near the Bounce Space office. Uh, yeah, just go to the website and find all the information. Yeah, it's, all, it's all on Meetup. 
And you can sign up, but uh, if you've forgotten, don't worry. It's, yeah. it's fine to just show up. Show up anyway. That's totally fine. Uh, now, last thing. The pride of Amsterdam is on the line, is it not? Because what is going on this weekend? Oh, yes. So this weekend we have uh, iOS Dev Camp coming up. Uh, we're going to be competing against uh, you know big-time Silicon Valley hackers to try to make something really cool. And I believe there's a prize for best satellite. And so I guess we are considered a satellite because the main one is held in San Jose, I believe. Is that correct? Right, right. We'll be uh, streaming or recording and then sending video of all of our demo demonstrations and presentations to San Francisco to be evaluated. I think it's actually Sydney that we have to beat here. Well, that should be no problem because all of the best... Now, did you come from Sydney? Uh, not directly. But okay, but, but since you've left, that means that the available talent pool has just dropped. Obviously. Yeah, all the cool Australians are in Europe. Yeah. Because it's so sunny here. <laughs> it, it, it's sort of sunny Actually, right now. As I say that. Yeah, you um, can't see, but there, there's a little bit of uh, the blue time. sky there. Yeah. We're not all going to drown. <laughs> not this week, anyway. Fortunately. Um, and so uh, we should also talk about uh, meeting and drinking. Uh, weekly get-together. It's really good. Um, the last two weeks I've been there, I've gotten some uh, professional contacts, you might say. Uh, people that maybe want an iOS app built or something, yeah, and yeah. they're they're talking to people, um, and then it's it's been really. I've noticed. I, I've I've been away for a couple of weeks, but I was there last night. I noticed it was really really packed, and there uh, we're starting to get a reputation, guys. This is really cool. There are people coming to uh, meet and drinking and other Amsterdam events who have software they want written, and they have money to pay people to do it. Yeah, we had real people with money yeah, last night. We're willing to hand out real salaries yeah. to build software. Yeah, and, and they had they had interesting problems to solve. It, it seemed to me, I, I would have jumped at the chance if I could have. Been yeah, it was some architectural stuff, right? Qualified. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna put those guys in contact uh, with uh, somebody here who's kind of handling those those sorts of inquiries. But the takeaway point is um, that Amsterdam is actually really turning into a magnet for people who have money and have software that they want implemented and mm-hmm. if you have the talent and the time to do it. Yeah, um, you just show up and get pressured into drinking a bunch of beer and then maybe you go home with uh, phone numbers of people yeah. to get money from. Yeah, so it's definitely worth arriving and, uh, and hanging out with us. So what you're saying that Amsterdam is becoming a respected brand, isn't it? Uh, yes. And, it's, and it is People I don't know are recognizing right. what it is and they're right. coming out to do it. Right. And so actually when I was uh, riding my bike over to your place last time before recording, I actually saw somebody with an Amsterdam t-shirt now. Were I on a bicycle that I had better control of, I would have given them a high five. But I know that if I had tried to do that, I would have fallen off my bike and you just don't want to be seen doing that. But that reminds me though, if you are a member of the Amsterdam community and you would like to visibly brand yourself as an Amsterdammer, how much you do that? Where can ah. you get some of that great Amsterdam swag? So we, we have a website, and uh, you can sign up with your Twitter account. Um, you can also list uh, you know fields that you have experience in, whether or not you're actually looking for work, or maybe you're available for only part-time work. Um, I don't know who you get the T-shirts from, but we do have T-shirts. Yeah, I think uh, I got mine from Judy. Yeah, I think all roads lead through Judy, so if, if nothing else, you can always ask her the question. She doesn't have the answer directly. She'll get it for you, but... But I also yeah, just make sure you ask her very nicely. Yeah, always be nice. And speaking of good social hygiene, let's get back <laughs> to the meeting and drinking. Now, I understand that uh, when we go to these events, sometimes they're sponsored, um, but sometimes not. Uh, yeah, I think one time they were sponsored in the last couple months. Mm. But 
ultimately, it's, this is kind of like the sign that you sometimes see in office spaces. Your mama doesn't work here, so clean up after yourself. And I think similarly, your mama's not here to remind you to pay your effing tab. So if you go to one of these meeting and drinkings and a tab is being generated, what should you do before leaving? You should probably pay that tab. You should pay what tab? You should probably pay that effing tab. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we really like the Cafe Vex guys. And yeah, the they're very nice people. They like nice us. People. And at the moment, they still like us. But when they come around at the end of the night and like, uh, is such and such here because they owe us 50 euros? If they have to do that too often, they might not like us anymore. So consider this your weekly uh, Thursday warning. Yeah, we don't want to make these nice people angry. They're very yeah, nice people. So I think maybe maybe not this week, but I have the receipts. Next week, we will start naming and shaming. Oh, yes. We could name names if we wanted, yeah. and you would be publicly shamed to everyone on the internet. Everybody on do, the internet. Do not underestimate the reach of Welcome to Amsterdam. We're powerful people. We have friends in high places. Uh, what uh, else do we have to say? Yeah, about? also coming up this weekend is Family Weekend on Saturday. So after you've worked all night for iOS Dev Camp on Friday night, then uh, on Saturday you can come and we're going to do a, a tour of Rotterdam. Tour of Rotterdam. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, uh, my friend Meryl, she is from Rotterdam, and so her and her mother are going to show us uh, all the cool things to see in Rotterdam. And then we're going to go get dinner somewhere. So this will be one of those rare cases where somebody's mama does work here. Uh, well, she volunteers here at least. Ah. So even better. Uh, speaking of volunteering, um, if you're interested in getting involved in any of the things we've been talking about, either having a, uh, running a, a lunchtime lecture, just coming along to Cafe Vax, running a guru session, helping out with the website, um, please get in contact. Yeah, just hit up like the Amsterdamers Twitter account. There's, a con there's contact information on the Amsterdamers website as well. All of the events we've spoken about are on the Amsterdamers uh, meetup. Yeah, meetup.com. Just search Amsterdam and you'll see tons of it. And I think that's all we've got for this week, right? Yeah, so uh, how, do we, uh, how do we get a hold of you guys, John? Uh, you can find me on Twitter as Djembe, D-J-E-M-B-E, like the West African drum. Uh, I'm Reckons. And I'm just Samuel Goodwin, all one word. Thanks, guys. <laughs>